Previously on Getting Dicey. You're getting a, a dinner with Strahd himself. What are you going to do about Morley? And Ernst and Lady Vishta's eyes just meet for a minute before she brings her attention back to you. He'll be fine. Just let him run off and we'll, we'll talk him around. Ernst, can you show them the door, please? Let's go find Ismark. Have you had any information? We've found out who's got Irina. He's lost a sister. My theory... He's lost <clears throat> a sister? Do you know what age? Oh, Irina is adopted, isn't she? <gasps> Do you think it could be the same girl? Is there anyone we can speak to to get more information? Possibly Blinsky. Who makes the dolls he's obsessed with. Welcome, friends, to the house of Blinsky, where happiness and smiles can be brought at bargain prices. I'm just going to wander around and look at things. Are you going to point at the Irina-looking doll and nudge Baron and looks familiar? That one, not for sale. I give you information for small donation. I'm going to get his attention with some gold in my hands. And he's goes to take the coin out of your hands. My hand is just a little bit closed. His hand is all, it's like a little clammy on yours as he's trying to like just pry open your fingers. What do you need to know? Isaac not pay. Every week I have to make doll. Every week this dream of lady and he come to me and he say, make dream lady doll. Well, they will make him pay. We just have to make him pay for them. <laughs> Sorry, we'll just make Isaac pay. For the dolls. Uh, yeah, that's what I thought. I was like, he's been crazy ever since little boy. We are friends with a young lady, and she looks just like this doll. Being told that Isaac uh, is the one that's taken her. Okay, well, thank you. Don't forget, no fun, no, no blinsky. Hey, lovely. <laughs> Getting dicey. <laughs> You've come out of Blinsky's place. Uh, this is Mirkin and the Baron and, and um, Loris. You've come out of Blinsky's. And there's, there's not a lot of movement in this part of the town at this this point. But you do see walking towards you from the north uh, is Morley. The world's worst rogue. Conspicuous <laughs> at night. They're <laughs> 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 when he wants to be. Oh, is he parkouring towards us? I would like that. No. Molly's uh, <laughs> he's, he's clearly cheered up. Like, he was pretty grumpy when he left, so I'm clearly the. He's, he isn't he's cheered up. Okay. Oh, that was, that was for comedy purposes only the whistling and exaggerated walking. What we could <laughs> do is we could role play to see how Molly's doing. <laughs> Great call. Great call, dear. Nah. Nah. Oh, no? Okay. No. <laughs> <laughs> It's three nars. Well, Molly's Molly's walking towards the party, um, head down, kind of. You can tell from the body language that he's still in a pretty foul, foul mood. I'm scared to say anything. He might bite he's, my head he's off. Approaching. Hi, Molly. <laughs> Hello, Baron. You feeling any better, Molly? To tell you the truth, Loris, I'm, I'm not feeling any better at all. And if, if anything, I've had time to think about things. And your, uh, your, your proposition that you so readily accepted, Loris, I remember, it doesn't sit well with me. Well, we, we've learned a few things since since you had your little temper tantrum and, and wandered off. I think we've we've got some stuff to tell you. Sure, we can can make oh, you feel a, a bit better. 
sort of a little bit. What have you learned then, big man? What have you learned? Hmm? I'll leave that to the, the smart guys to tell you. Oh, here we so. go. I'm <laughs> off responsibility again. <laughs> What's he on about, Baron? <clears throat> um, what have we learned? I mean, well, you missed out all, on the... Oh, yeah? You misunderstood. We aren't actually playing assassins for hire for this lady. She's, she's in bed with Strahd. We lied to her. Okay. Yeah. Keep talking. Yeah, give us the benefit of the doubt. We were well, just trying to play nice, nice to her to try and get as much information as we could because saving Irina is so paramount. We do, I lied to her face. Keep we pulled it off. Case. <laughs> what? what? Did you say? I, oh. <laughs> From someone who's used to dealing with uh, mysteries and intrigue. Solve mysteries and unsolved mysteries. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe just keep your voice down if you're if you're plotting a scheme. Now you have to excuse me, but I've seen this guy over here, and he points at Loris with an accusatory figure. I've seen this guy here before, and he's only too ready to accept uh, a mission where he has to kill somebody or hurt somebody. It didn't look like playing nice or some sort of grand strategy to me. Oh, there was no strategy on my part, Molly. I was more than happy to take. To, to kill someone for, for for the rescue of Irina. That was for our own gain. After you stormed off and, and we've had a chance to talk and, and learn and, and gather some more information mm-hmm. and the brilliance of, of, of American and, and his fooled old Lady V into thinking that we'll do this for her, but uh, maybe not so much. There's, there's other ways of doing it. And I'm totally on board I'm, with that. I'm pleased to hear you see that, Loris. I, uh, I think it's a grave mistake to be helping Strahd into power. Let's not forget what he's going to do when he gets there. And uh, rescuing Irina for eight hours or so is no victory for us. Indeed. I despise the man. I would never ally with Strahd or his minions. Mm-hmm. I don't think I'm even going to go have dinner with him. I mean... What? <laughs> oh, oh we, yeah. Yeah, we oh, don't yeah. invite to Strahd... Yeah. Strahd's place for dinner. What? Look, we're going to produce the envelope and we're like, you, yes, I know, Juicy. Yeah. She gave it to us after you left. It's extremely yeah. awkward. I acknowledge that. I'm not sure That's if you were, you, you're invited. But yeah, yeah, you're invited. Did, did, was it, did it get an, a separate envelope? Like, yeah, it was handed to American. Okay. Yeah. I was just one for all. Oh, well, I'll just <clears> hand it over then. Give me that. Yeah, and you there's see, no time not, on it, though. Not quite a snatch. And you can see this this envelope has been sealed by, you know, a little wax seal with Strahd's emblem <laughs> on that wax seal. Mm, classy. <laughs> uh, and what does it say? Uh, I can bring that up for you. Mm-hmm. Strahd's invitation. Let's show that off. Um, my friends, know that as I have bought you this land, my home. I'm dying at my castle. I await your arrival, your host, Strad von Zarevich. Well, what did you all decide then? Well, we were we still trying to decide when dinner was. Dinner at Lady V's was come tonight and turn up and I'll be waiting for you. Strad's just kind of you just hear, come to my place. Hear echoing through the clouds. It's whenever you want. <laughs> 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 we haven't decided on it yet. We're focused on Irina. We've yeah. got a lot of information. We know exactly where she is, 
and mm-hmm. I propose we get her straight away. Oh, we've got so much to tell you, Molly. This this psycho, the psycho is some kind of he has some kind of fixation on her. He's it's he thinks he's yeah, only human. He thinks she's his long lost sister. He's been obsessing about her, seeing visions at night, commissioning dolls that look like her. It's Molly, you you, re- you recall you recall how Irina was found? Yes, yes, yes. yes. I do, Loris. Yes, and you recall the story of of um, that we were told about. Isaac and his sister going to the forest, being attacked by wolves, Irina being lost. Well, not Irina, but his sister not following being lost. Loris. Oh my God. Someone tell him the story. <laughs> Come on, you remember the legend. You must have, you, you were there when we were told the, the, the story. Yes, I, of, I remember yeah. these two independent events that you're talking about, but I'm not understanding. Do the math. Oh, well, I think you've done one plus one, gotten three, Loris, again. <laughs> Isaac's sister went missing in the woods at a young age. Irina was found at a young age with no known parentage. Could they be the same girl? One plus one equals two. I think it's a long shot. It's a stretch. It's a stretch. Christ, Baron, speaking sense. There may be some sort of corroboration because... Apparently, he's been asking for these dolls for years, and they change. And they along look exactly like with Harina. He's having dreams of what she looks like and describing it to Blinsky. And even some of the Ooh, fashion is Blinsky. similar. Yeah, the doll Blinsky, maker, the, the toy maker. Yeah. No this is when you Blinsky. notice that the, st- the house or the shop that they're standing right outside of has this big rocking horse uh, with a big B engraved on it. That's basically. Blinsky. No, no fun, no Blinsky. And he's been extorting yeah, yeah, yeah. Blinsky because he goes he's along paid and he asks for the, these dolls, but he never pays. Yeah, I think that's wrong. He should be paying for those dolls. Yeah, he should pay. We must I make it. We definitely have to make him pay. The doll is surely yeah. the creepy bit. Well, the, the but, doll I mean, was definitely creepy. It definitely looked like Irina, and Blinsky was disgusting. very, very serious about um, me not breaking the doll. He was very, very worried about what Isaac would do. And... Uh, we learned another thing from Lady V. Apparently, his arm gives him magic power, so I think that we need to be very cautious in how we handle this. Are, are you um, fireproof at all, Morley? <laughs> I wish. No, no such luck, I'm afraid, Baron. Well, apparently his arm has fire powers. Mm. Oh, God. He's I thought he was just maybe character. strong. Okay, so what's the plan? Okay. We're kind of outside the burger now, right? Mm. I saw Bill up there. He was walking away. I think it was Mm. Bill anyway. He looked like he was clutching his guts. Sweaty. Yeah, he was very sweaty. I couldn't tell from where I was. He's not with you, though. No. I think he might have diarrhea. Yeah, he wasn't feeling well after dinner and looked a bit sweaty, so he he hasn't been poisoned. He looked very sweet. I don't yeah. think he likes spicy food. Yeah, I think that the <laughs> spicy food got to him a bit. Potatoes. Maybe he's intolerant to wolf meat. <laughs> yeah, that well, full wolf head. That full wolf head really did it. We're a bard down. We are. If you think that uh, this this plan of yours to uh, work out how to save Irina is the way to go, then I trust you. Yeah, well... 
here's the thing. It's this town seems to be in a balance at the moment. Right. If we unbalance it, one side's going to be able to take over. It be it big S guy or um, this crazy festival man, the burgomaster. So I think it's dangerous to give to get rid of one or the other. But mm. if we can make them wipe each other out, that might be good. Well, I can't see that Lady already. Mm, what's that? More. Well, if we if we let the burgomaster, also Strad will wipe out the burgomaster, that then leaves Strad and Lady V in charge. No, Strad's not going to do shit. I don't think he's even going to show up. I think it's more like Lady V and the burgomaster, right? He, he'll show up yeah. for Irina, but mm, true. I don't know if he's. Yeah, I don't know. They're if already against each other, right? Keeping yeah. Strad out. They're, they're like a warring faction. Yeah. Lady V is definitely against the Burgermeister, that's for sure. Yeah. Mm. yeah. I don't care about these politics as much as I want to save Irina. Where's mm. Isma? He must be worried sick. Mm. I say we leave the politics on the table, get in, get out, don't hurt anyone if we can help it. Saving Irina is the only thing I care about right now. I'm with you, American. Yeah. We can leave the dirty politics on the table for tomorrow, <laughs> cause a scene if we want to tomorrow, but for now, I just want to make sure Irina doesn't spend a single second longer with that psycho. Absolutely. But Agreed. how are we going to get into the Burgermaster's house? Could we yeah. just go up and introduce ourselves? At this and, time uh, of night? <clears throat> Maybe. Mm. I mean, I could sneak in as an animal. Uh, yeah, but maybe if we can distract them. Maybe we can tell them that um, uh, we saw... Heard, overheard Lady V um, plotting something about killing him. We did. Yeah. We did. Maybe if we told her, he wouldn't be lying. Directly told. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we were involved. Oh, no, we don't have to mention that part. <laughs> Perhaps we just, just go and knock on his door and we can sort of tell him what we've been told to do and then he can, you know. I don't we think we should mention ourselves. Hey, mm, I had another idea that is, uh, let's, you know how he really loves these festivals and he has a festival all the time. We could rock, knock on the door and say, hey, we are uh, traveling. Event um, planners. <laughs> event planners or, um, no, we're, we're like a party supplies company. Uh, we've set up in Barovia and the town and uh, we're hoping to get, you know, some more sales. Loris is just looking at his axe, sort of quizzically going, I'm not sure this will pass as a balloon. <laughs> That's a good point, Loris. Yeah. Will, will he become a customer or will he extort us like they're already extorting your mate, Linsky? Well, I'm not actually wanting to sell it. I just want to get in the door. And so maybe American can right. sneak into another room and find where Irina is. We, then we cause some sort of distraction, get old one arm guy out of the room, and uh, um, then who knows? Profit. <laughs> we'll see what happens. I, I think we should sneak, okay. but I don't know if all of us should sneak. We could do a combination of some people sneaking around and then some people at the front door being distracting. Yes, exactly. So, yeah, yep. we'll distract him and you do your thing. That's a good idea, I think. I do have the um, this 
spell that can camouflage our presents, pass oh. without trace. Christmas presents. I have so many spells. <laughs> I have so many spells right now. I can't even tell well, you how many spells. Really? I thought right you guys now. would be almost dried up as far as uh, spells were concerned. I am. <laughs> I imagine spells are wet in some way. I just always <laughs> imagine. They are formed from a moist place, but you've oh. got <laughs> <laughs> I'm not dry. No pouch. Right. I don't like it. I don't like this metaphor. Okay. Oh, no. My neck's playing up again. I gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mm. The less said about spells and moisture, the better. Mm. Yeah. But I do have a lot of spells. Awesome. Okay. Cool. Okay. Um. So yeah. I mean, we just have to decide what we want to do. Uh, yeah. Molly, you're a type, right? I was born to sneak, American. Born to sneak. I love that. <laughs> Where's Ismark, by the way? We should get him in on this. Well, he's so, watching the house. He's watching. He? Yeah. Shall That's we right. go see him? Yeah. And uh, just before we go, that other place was mentioned, right? The uh, carnival place. I forget what his name was. Butavio. Um, That's right. Um, and he has, he's a carnival guy. Apparently, he's got some dangerous animals. When we were talking about how to uh, maybe distract places, let loose a wild animal, but I think that I might come in riding a bull or something. Yeah, but if we go buy some bunting from him or something, <laughs> pretend that we're a, sal- a bunting salesman, knock on the door, and you two sneak in. That's that's a great idea, Baron. If you could demonstrate <laughs> the bunting outside. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and I could I could slip past the the front door and yes. in she pops. Or we could just try and go yeah. in the back door while we were out the front distracting him. I'll, I'll, gotta... I'll, I'll definitely go in the back door. <laughs> oh. Don't kill yourself there. And even saying to it yet, Molly. But I like that you're feeling positive. <laughs> <laughs> He's blushing. <laughs> I'll in the back door before you know it. Don't worry about that. Okay, oh, so yeah, ma- maybe you could go through the the servants' entries or you know the servants' quarters. Or something. <laughs> the servants' entrance. <laughs> The butcher's entrance. I've never heard that one. <laughs> the butcher's the, the, the butcher's entrance. Meet round the back. You know. No. What? <laughs> Just me. Okay. Oh my god. What's is Mark? Let's go find his Mark. Okay, it's not too long before, it's only uh, maybe a minute or two down the road where you see sort of Ismark still just sort of leaning up against one of the, the fences next to a house. And he's just been, he's still sort of focused fully on the entranceway to um, the, the Burgermaster's mansion. Okay. Hello. Oh, Hi, Ismark. oh, you're back. How'd the, uh, how'd the Inquisition go? It's quite nice, really. He's nice. It turns out he's not a bad guy. Makes good toys too. Yeah. They're oh, this impressive. is Blinsky. You're referring yeah, to. Yeah, Blinsky. Mm. That's where we've been, Wally. Was fun. I thought you meant the dinner. Sorry. 
Yeah, let's just let's just say we quickly fill them in on what we've learned. Okay. Yeah, oh, you don't want line by line. No, we don't yeah. need to do that. Um, uh, all right. So yeah, you you sort of let him in on everything you've learned from Blinsky, and he says, um, "Well, there's not much that's been happening uh, here. There's been a couple of people that have come and gone, uh, handing off uh, bundles of twigs or sticks." Um, through the front door and just sort of left them in the foyer and, and off they go. That seems oh. weird. Bundles of twigs? Mm. Uh, and then there was a, uh, one moment where some guards brought, uh, sort of dragged one guy in uh, and the burgomaster came to the door. I, w- I didn't really hear what was said, uh, but he was promptly dragged off. Oh. Dragged God. off where? Into the house or...? Somewhere else. No, it was almost like he was being judged or something. There was something that was happening. The guards brought the man up to him. Uh, there was some back and forth, and then he was dragged away. Maybe it's one of those people that are judged to be not happy enough. Yeah. I hope he's okay. I'll tell you what, he did not look very happy, that's for sure. <laughs> well, maybe he deserved it then. <laughs> we'll sort it out to Baron, I, I'm not sure. He's facetious, I'm, I'm okay. okay. All right. <laughs> Come on now. Obviously, he doesn't deserve to be, you know, put a donkey mask on and um, stuck in the stocks. Yeah, this I, guy's I a wanna, nut. I still want to free those people. Yeah. I want to. I want to sort that out. But here's an idea, American. If we see someone coming along with a bundle of sticks, could we distract them, <laughs> and you turn into a mouse and hide in the sticks? They're going to be dropped off in the foyer. Can't we just get a bundle of sticks and bring them to the burgomaster's house without dragging anyone else into it? Well, what are the sticks for, Loris? Are they, just are they delivered the by door. stick people or just <laughs> random people, giant seven-foot Goliath with an axe? I, to be honest, I just figured the burgomaster's just going to burn some people with the with the stick with the well, other twigs. It looks right like kindling that. to me. Yeah, there didn't seem to be any rhyme or reason uh, in regards to the people dropping off the twigs. It was just, it looked like random villagers dropping them off. Okay. I, I'm, ass- I'm assuming something to do with the festival. I'm not 100% sure. Is there like a Burning Man kind of festival thing going on here where they just, you know, make a stockpile, a, a, a bonfire and burn people or something? Um, Wait a second. They, they were making statues of Strahd. The druids were making statues of Strahd out of sticks as well. Yeah, that's true. Is this some but, sort of connection? What was the name of the festival? Burning Man. Oh, the okay. Morning Sun. It was like sun. a festival of sun. the Blazing Sun, I think it was. Yeah. Burning oh. Sun. Blazing. Blazing saddles. <laughs> <laughs> now we're going to get blazed. Okay. I feel Why don't Molly and I just sneak around the side of the okay. house okay. and climb up? All right, do that. We could do th- but should should we split up? What if we get in trouble? How can we signal you? Burn down the house. Burn down the house. Yeah. <laughs> just, <laughs> just start a fire. If Wally's going with you, he can just start a fire and we'll come running. Yeah. It's um, like, look, if we're going to fail, like we'll take Irina with us. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> if I can I, have you, no one can. <laughs> <laughs> I think we should distract them You know, while you're sneaking in. Uh, we have to give you some advantage somehow. Yeah, if you can get them to bring Isaac, Isaac, Isaac out. Isaac. Yeah. Isaac. <laughs> I feel um, like that's one way we get to really annoy him by playing with his name. 
Okay. Um, how far away is the wagon? Is that close by? It's like, got Tracy in it. Oh, uh, did we leave it at? Uh-oh. Or did we bring it? Um, you you haven't been traveling by wagon through the town center and stuff like that, yeah. so it's it'll it's probably back at the end at this point. Okay, that's not good. Oops. <laughs> Maybe you turn up with Tracy and go, "Oh God, there's a skeleton rampaging in the streets! Somebody help! with a big arm!" Yeah, that's, that's not a bad idea. Okay, uh, I don't know how we're going to um, signal each other, but. I think I want to be close by in case you yell out. Okay, so within yelling distance. So it's just you two, um, Morley and American, that are sneaking in. And I guess me and you, Loris, are going to... Let's go get some piles of sticks. Sweet. Um, (laughs) Yeah, and we can sort of just... Unless we want to roll to see how many sticks you get. I think it's pretty safe to say that... um, Maybe <laughs> roll for sticks. Roll for sticks. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> you sort of find enough sticks just around sort of b- people's backyards and stuff. You sort of like popping in in the dark and going around and grabbing a few of these sticks out. And you both come back each with a, a small bundle uh, of twigs each. Okay. Um, thanks to Ismark, he's kind of like guided you on the size of these bundles as well. So they're looking pretty, pretty good. The stick master. Cool. The st- yeah. <laughs> like master. Um, yes. What we'll do is we'll put you onto this map. Hopefully, uh, if you go to the bottom right, do you guys? Can you guys see this? Uh, yeah, I just zoom out. Uh, yep. Yep. Well, I'm looking through a window at what seems to be a three-seater sofa. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's all I can see from the other side. Oh, was freedom furniture special. Oh, oh. <laughs> sorry. Hey, it went uh, dark. Yeah, sorry. I'm just. Uh, I had it on daylight mode, so I just need to make sure that uh, the. Wait a second. Sorry about this. It was. It looked pretty good for me. I, I know, but you guys got to see some stuff you probably shouldn't be seeing because of uh, it is nighttime, and there's not much okay. in the way of light out here at this point. So, our uh, our people with Maybe night with vision. Thumb. Non night vision eyes. Um, they've got a sofa for anyone who doesn't have <laughs> night vision. <laughs> um, Sorry. There's a, couple of, there's a couple of you that aren't going to be able to see much thanks to the reduction in light here. I can't see anything. Do elves, do half elves have night vision? I don't actually know. Yeah, yeah, you've got night vision out to... Um, Typical elf question. So that means yeah. Morley, he has Correct. night vision. But the only person that doesn't is, is Brian, right? No, Morris doesn't have night oh, vision. Clients um, are not blessed. Uh, Shannon and Dave, can you guys see a little bit now? I've just turned yeah, on. Yeah, I can see a circle. Yeah, perfect. Well, that just makes even more sense for us to be the stealthing around in the dark people. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, so you, you, let's bring up some uh, information. So you've walked up uh, outside this building. This, this mansion has just walls of plastered stone that display many scars where the plaster has fallen away from age and neglect. Drapes seem to cover every single window, uh, including a large arched opening above the mansion's double entrance doors. 
which you're finding yourself in front of at this point. We probably shouldn't hang around too much directly at the front. They might, yeah. they might see us. Should we hide behind a bush? Let's go. <laughs> Let, let's. I'm going to um, take out a sprig of mistletoe as well, and it's going to um, uh, turn to ash in my hands as a cloak of shadows um, surrounds cool. Molly and myself. Damn. Muffling our steps, hiding yeah. us. Where do they go? Great. Um, is there any sort of role that needs to be done for that, or is that just that's it? Do you just get? Um, it, I'll put it in the chat thingy. So it's passed without trace. So um, it would be on everyone that's around, but as soon as they move out of the thirty feet range, it won't be on them anymore. Oh right. Okay. So they need but to it be within. Kind. So they need to be within 30 feet of you uh, at oh, all times. It, yeah, it'll only stick around. Plus 10 yeah. bonus to stealth checks. Okay, so that's pretty good as well. So whatever and stealth. Quiet. Um, cool. Cool. Um, it doesn't make you completely invisible though, right? It just. No. Yeah. Although it may as well. It's pretty damn good. We uh, leave no tracks. Yeah. Which is cool. No footsteps, no nothing. No tracks. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. No tracks. Uh, okay. What's what's going on, team? Yeah. Okay. American. Um, oh, stop. Sorry, Baron. No, no, go, go, go. <laughs> no, I wouldn't dream of it. <laughs> Overly polite. <laughs> no. no, you. Okay. <laughs> I'm impressed by your muffled sounds, but um, <laughs> for the rest of us, should we just walk up and introduce ourselves? I mean, as as who we actually are. What do you say, Loris and um, Ismark? We can introduce you as the Burgermaster, and maybe uh, after we drop these sticks off, I just want to get some people close to us so they're not close to um, the rest of the building. Maybe we can get in and have a meeting. Sure, that's a good idea. Let's see if we can get in for a, a nightcap, maybe. Yeah, the two burgermeisters can have a chat and we can mm-hmm. kind of introduce ourselves. A couple of burgers. All yeah. right. <laughs> that's a specialty after all. <laughs> <laughs> His father died from. Oh, <clears throat> <okay>. So, <laughs> this buck just hangs his head. Just. <laughs> Come on, Izzy. Let it be a warning. His dead father. Um, <laughs> So, grim. <laughs> so, uh, so what's the plan? So, you guys are going to knock on knock on the door, yeah? Yeah, ho- hopefully, um, yeah. Morley and Merican have run that dashed around the back of the house, or they're finding an entrance somewhere while we're distracting the the, the Burgermeister. Yeah, well, Merican, do we want to watch them first to see that they get safe passage inside, and then start sneaking the minute they're in, or do we want to go now? I think we go now. We've got this. I think that's a mistake, but okay. (laughs) 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 If you do get in trouble, just yell. Yeah. Or set fire to something. Yeah, we'll see the smoke rings. (laughs) (laughs) We'll Um, figure something out. So just just so I'm sort of aware of what is going on. So uh, Mirakin and uh, Morley, you're both sort of Mm. disappearing around the back. Is that correct? 
With the idea of scoping out like a, a back entrance, yeah? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay, okay. <laughs> okay, cool. Okay, cool. <laughs> that's um, <laughs> okay that's that's perfect uh i want you guys to sort of like do, like who should we actually let's focus on um the baron and uh loris at the doorstep while while uh american and, and morley sort of just slowly mm. make their way south around the the back of the house and we'll have you uh, should do is mike will be with us is mike, yeah you yeah. should do the talking um baron or is mike I'll, I'll just stand here and, and be imposing that's exactly what I was thinking, Loris. Cool. <laughs> yeah, cool. So <laughs> you, you um, knock on the door, and after a uh, a few seconds, you can just hear some um, footsteps behind uh, the door, uh, and we'll just open that door. Uh, and there's, standing in front of you is a a maid. Um, just Very a, attractive. <laughs> just a just a human <laughs> human woman standing uh, in the doorway, and she says. Oh, how can I? How can we help you? Oh, you've you've brought some twigs. That's very nice of you. Um, Greetings, Doubtfire. Hello, hello. Please, come with me. Just um, if you and as she sort of uh, retreats into the room a little bit at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yeah. Uh, and I'll she takes in. a step takes a step back uh, and you know, sort of get a good view of this sort of area of the room at the moment, this point there's uh, framed portraits adorning the walls of this grand foyer, this foyer that just stretches off to the West, like down this long corridor. Um, there's a long carpeted hall attached to the foyer stretches almost the length of the mansion and has several doors leading away from it, uh, including one at the far end. Bundles of twigs are heaped up against the wall. I'm just going to put some lights in here so you can see a bit better. What a beautiful foyer. And well, that's a long carpet. Yes, if you don't mind, could you just place the, uh, the twigs up against the wall with the, with the rest, please? Okay, yeah, we'll just find an uh, empty spot down the end of this carpet. Great, and she's just sort of standing... Wait, wait, so you, you're heading down the <laughs> hall. She's, she starts sort of like running after you. Oh, no, please, please, please um, d- don't, go for, don't go down there. Uh, the, anyone who's delivering the twigs needs to just uh, leave them here in the foyer, please. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. It's just that there was lots of sticks down there. I thought that was a good place to... Oh, we've them? just be, we've been moving them um, throughout the, the night just to uh, collect them at the back. So if, even if you can just place them where, where you are. Okay, okay. Yeah, I'll come back. Sorry about that. I don't want to intrude. Um, you do notice um, the, the door on the that you sort of walk past on the south side of this hallway. There's mm-hmm. one on the north, one on the south. On the south yeah. side, you did hear a lot of chatter of female voices from the other side of that door. Uh, this one, just the south closest one? Yeah, the south closest one. Chatter. What do mm-hmm. they, like, they sound like? Just a lot of women talking. Okay. Um... Can I look at the doors when I was down there, just as I'm scanning the room and see if I can see any of the, say, Isaac? Uh, <laughs> give me a perception roll. Okay. I think it's a plus something. Oh, perception. Okay. Perception. Not, not investigation? All right. <laughs> perception. That's a, a seven. Uh, 
you didn't really get a good look at many of the doors, but the two that you're walking past on the sort of the eastern side of this hallway, neither of them have the words Isaac written on them. Okay. Um, yeah, so we just brought these sticks along. Um, we've got quite a lot. You're hoping for more, or you're almost at the uh, quota? Oh, we should be... Oh, that's not the right face. Uh, <laughs> we should be receiving um, more of these throughout the night, yes. It is, after all, for the, for the burning of the, the, the blazing sun. There's, so yeah. we need a lot. We need an awful lot to get that finished. To get blazed. Well, um, Ismark. Where is Where's Ismark? Hey, come in. Bring your uh, sticks. Uh. Ismark sort of comes walking in with his sticks as well and, and, and just heads up to the sort of northern end of this little foyer and sort of places his sticks down onto the ground. Fantastic. Hey, um, oh. What were you going to say, is it, Mark? No, I'm just uh, glad to have been able to put them down. They're quite dirty, actually. And he starts, like, dusting himself <laughs> off. Um, yeah, the, I'm just going to talk to the the um, woman and say that uh, we brought these sticks along for the festival and the, and, uh, the Burgermaster, and we've actually brought our own Burgermaster with us. This is his, Mark. Burgermaster of Barovia, and um, we'd like to make a formal uh, acquaintance with your Burgermaster, if possible. Oh, of course, of course. Um, uh, uh, Ismark, thank you for coming along. Um, I, I will go and let uh, him know that you you have arrived. Um, and she uh, makes her way down the hallway. But we'll pop over to American mm -hmm. uh, and Morley outside at this point okay so we're heading down the side of the house is that what you reckon yeah great okay so can are we seeing like i can see through the windows as we go are there is this like two stories or one yeah it's um it's uh it's like it looks like it's a two-story home with uh, an maybe an attic space as well okay so i want to look out for look through the windows as we go past them, but sure. also see if there are any second-story windows that have light coming out of them? Um, yeah, there's basically all of the windows on the second floor above you all have lights on. Um, the ones in front of you, so you walk past the sort of the first room on the sort of southeast of the um, building, and it just looks like a, a parlor of some sort, it's just some really nice furnishings and draperies. It uh, looks like it's got had quite a quite a feminine touch to it. Okay, shall we keep going? Lovely decor. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, the I second, the this the second room that you sort of walk past. Um, thankfully, you are completely unseen, so you're able to get a decent look into this room. Uh, in this room, you see a chandelier of wrought iron fitted with wax candles hanging above this polished wooden dining table. Around the table are seated eight women of various ages in comfortable high-backed chairs. They wear faded clothes, drink tea, and eat cake, while a ninth woman, with, uh, who's very well-dressed and, and looks to be very pleased with herself, circles the table and seems to be talking excitedly uh, to the group at the, at the table. Ooh, I bet it's Gosh. Lydia, the Burgomaster's wife. Um, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> you can see also just a, a pile of like really bright clothing 
um, almost like two piles. There's like a pile of just material and then a pile of clothing. So it looks like they may have been creating some some clothing in here. Is there any insignias or uh, anything that we could spot that anyone's wearing that marks them as part of a group? Like on them? Like on their person? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, give me an investigation roll. That is a 16 plus 5, 21. Nice, nice. They, there's nothing really special about what the women are wearing, but you do see that they're, um, uh, there are some small badges that have been sort of weaved together um, that sort of depict a wicker sun. Sort of like a, some kind of <sighs> sun, yeah. That'll be the, the blazing sun, yeah. Okay, let's keep going. Okay. All right. Um, Next room. <laughs> uh, at this window, uh, it looks to be some sort of preparation room. You can see white sheets covering two wooden tables, um, neatly arranged on top of them as a set of polished silverware. And the other table is covered with uh, wicker baskets containing like turnips and beets. American. American. We should try and break in and just out of character for a minute. Very much like... Brad Pitt and Inglorious Bastards. We should try and don some waiters' uniforms. Pretend <laughs> 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 we're there to serve the meal. Um, I had a different idea. I mean, you you might benefit from that, but I was thinking of turning into a cat. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It's also a good disguise, and it means I can climb up the building, look in the windows, and alert you if I see anything. Mm. Do you think uh, do you think these people will be hostile to a cat at all, or you'll be safe? Um, what if I dress the cat up in a waiter's uniform? <laughs> cute. Sounds very cute. I must be honest. <laughs> okay, I was just being silly, but I do. I think I could benefit from um, just looking in. The, I mean, if they throw rocks at a cat, I will kill them. I'm sorry, <laughs> but I'm sure they won't. I all hope right. they don't. Well, let's. Let's try and break our way into the back door. I've got a, I've got a way with locks, if you know what I mean. It's like war of the abilities. He's like, let's rogue it up. And I'm like, let's druid it up. I'm sure we can work together. We, I, I obviously, kinda, and I don't think if, they have a cat flap. Well, I'm saying, what if I climb up the building and check out the second story window so I can see if there's anything up there? And then... You could break in and know where to go if we see anything. Okay. Okay. Do you want me to keep watch when you're catting up the... I've never seen a cat climb a vertical wall as my only <laughs> reservation <laughs> of this plan. I'll be just fine. Okay. Wait, what are you so going to use to climb I'll hide up? behind these bushes. What was the DM saying? What were you going to use to climb up the outside of this well, building? ask like are there any vines or trellises or nearby trees or something um, obviously i can't climb up a, like a brick wall with no fuss yeah get thrown up uh you what? get thrown wind you up by the tail like a, <laughs> <laughs> like a hammer throw and then straight onto the roof I mean, I can't go as a cat. I actually can turn into a spider and just walk up the walls. But that's a little bit, a little bit least like of a thing that you want people to see. Yeah, I mean, I could definitely, 
Uh, yeah, there'd be enough to get you up to maybe the the second floor, probably the window that you're in front of at this point. Um, you'd, you'd be able to climb up using a little bit of trellis that's there and some vines that have sort of made their way up to the second floor window. Okay. Um, and once I'm on the second floor, does it seem like I'd be able to jump between windows or anything, or will it just be too difficult to look in multiple windows once from, you can? From what you can see, you'll be able to get to that specific window, but uh, it might be hard to navigate around to another from, mm. from there. I really wanted to be a cat, but I feel like a spider might be more advantageous because I can walk around the walls freely, but it's also super scary. Just be a smaller spider. <laughs> yeah, but then you can't see me when I try to signal you. A spider cat. Spider Wait, I know. Why don't you be a squirrel and you can shake your bushy tail if you see <gasps> trouble? Oh, squirrel. <laughs> oh, so fluffy. Okay, I'm going to raise my staff and then shrink down into a fluffy little ginger. No further discussion required. <laughs> Just like it's squirrel time, baby. Like, it's squirrel time. Okay, so uh, what you do need to be aware of, though, obviously before you go turning into any sort of squirrel, what happens with Pass Without Trace? It is a concentration spell. And so is becoming an animal, right? No. Concentration spells can be maintained while you are in wild shape. Okay, cool. Okay. And so you've got a 30-foot radius on you. So Molly can sort of only get a certain distance from you before he will suddenly become visible. Yeah. Or less hidden is probably the best. Le- right less, thing. yeah, yeah. Yeah, oh, so be best. Bushes, man. 30 feet is quite quite far. Is it, it's, it's radius, not a circle, though, right? It's not a, a sphere. Is it a spherical or is it a radius? Oh. Spherical. It's in between 30 feet of you, so it can be in any yeah. in all directions. So okay, all directions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. That's good to keep in mind. I won't get too far away. So I'll in the sure bushes he... where he currently is, he will be out of your 30-foot range. Not anymore. I'm in the bushes <laughs> down by the... <laughs> We're going to be near each other, whatever we're doing. Mm. It'll be yeah. like when you see athletes with the string. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Rope between 30 uh, foot yeah. rope onto a squirrel. <laughs> 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 um, all right, so Mirika, you, you shrink down and uh, almost the moment that Molly suggests a squirrel, you're like, yay, squirrel, and just like poof, down into this little uh-huh. squirrel shape. <laughs> Um, and you just and you just like dart up the wall of this. Uh, before building. I dart up, the wall, I give him a squirrely wink, <laughs> and then I dart up the wall. Oh yeah, and, I go, <laughs> and like wave my bushy tail, and I run up the wall to look in the window. Okay, great. Um, you um, at the top of this uh, uh, on the sort of windowsill of the second floor um, are, are getting a look at this sort of big upstairs gallery i guess um off to the left you can see um a staircase that heads down um and this open area i'll actually just i'm going to sneak you through just so you can take a bit of a look here uh, american um there's breathtaking paintings of landscapes lining the walls here and there's two separate narrow hallways uh leading north Damn it, it's a hallway. That's so upsetting. I was hoping I'd be able to look directly into rooms. This makes things more difficult. Mm. Mm. Well, um, I suppose if I 
if I run all the way along, all I'll just see is a hallway all along that side of that. Uh, if you do that, you will obviously get away from Morley as well. Yeah. I, imagine, I, I would think that he would see me moving and move with me if he could see that we're getting too far apart, right? Because he's not. Well, the tail's doing this over the gutter of the roof. Like this? <laughs> yeah. You just see the hint of the tail above the, the, the side of the wall there. Um, so is it, does that, uh, Morley, would you sort of follow along while the squirrel runs sort of the, back the length of the house? or? Um, well, I can only, like, go around the perimeter. And yeah. as, long, as long as I can do that and I can track the, the bushy tail, then... Yeah, I'll be kind of okay. just walking slowly. But I'm trying okay. to, like, skulk as well so that if we do get out of range, that I'll still be kind of in the shadows give and me, not super hidden. Give me a stealth roll for what happens if you, just in case you get it out of there. Okay. That's uh, 23 all up. Perfect. Okay, sweet. So let's even if you do come out of there, you're going to be pretty stealthy at this point. Um, Mary, can you dart across to get a different vantage point in that? Second hallway that you see heading north, you've just got these four shut doors down the length of this corridor. Um, Damn it. And you make your way right to the edge of the house and you see uh, some stairs leading down to what you can only assume is back to the entrance of this place. Um, mm. And you run back to your starting position. Morley, you've been sort of just following along to make sure everything's okay there. Um, Did I see anything through the, through the windows at the back of the house? Oh, sorry. There's she, one window, but I see sorry. a sink. Um, as you've been following along with her, that's been on the sort of south end of this building here. Hmm. Um, so you haven't really gotten to that point. But we could oh. um, continue around this this house if you both yeah. wanted. Yes. Um, we want to find something other than a hallway. Ideally, that would be my dream. Yeah, yeah. Morley, you've come across the gardens out the sort of back and a closed door um, sort of leading uh, into the house. Um, yeah. American, you are running across the uh, top floor, the western wall, and there's like no windows down here except for right uh, near the near back of the house. Um, and you're looking into uh, what looks to be a master bedroom. Um, but it looks like the furnishings have lost some of their color. Uh, there's a short pull rope hanging from uh, a wooden trap door. Uh, in the ceiling as well that you can see. Oh, a trapdoor in the ceiling. Mm. Um, I wonder if that's the master's room. And then you continue to run, and again, there's only one window far down the northern side of this um, floor that you're on. And you can see that inside there is like this... Uh, uh, a canopied bed, a low bookshelf, and there's a full-length mirror and a wooden frame on the wall um, across from the door. And set into the north wall is the arched window of leaded glass that you're sort of peering through at this point. And then nothing really seems to be unusual in this room. Hmm. So we've come across two bedrooms and just a bunch of hallways. So that's... Well, at least we know that it seems like the bedrooms are on the top floor. So if he's in his bedroom, it's probably on this floor. I mean, it's not much, though. Um, and you just go running back uh, sort of to the western side of the, the house, back, and sort of near towards that entranceway. Uh, and above you, just in what must be some attic space, there's a, a, a window up there as well. Ooh. 
Can I climb up to the attic? Yes. Uh, you scoot further up this wall and you look inside uh, the one remaining window that you have uh, found. Um, and you can see a dusty room uh, with this high-pitched ceiling that reaches its peak uh, maybe 20 feet above. The wooden rafters are shrouded in cobwebs, except for an old table with a lantern on it. Uh, the room is empty. So was this directly above the room that had the trapdoor? Yes, yes it was. So the trapdoor leads to this weird little room. Yeah, and there's a door uh, on the southern wall that you can see as well. So this is a big house. It's a big house, guys. Well, that didn't really help much. I guess I'll scurry back down and go like a big squirrely shrug. Yeah, you sort of just uh, abseiled down. Yeah. <laughs> I like the idea. and I just like glide down. Yeah, um, but let's go back. Uh, let's go back to uh, Baron uh, Ismark and Loris. Um, the maid has opened up this door into this room, uh, turns around and 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 sort of says to you, oh, he's, he's not in there, but f feel free to make yourself at home um, in here while I go and retrieve him for you. Thank you very much. Um, and leaves, uh, let's just uh, make this open for you, um, opens that door and, and heads up the stairs. Um, you have entered what looks to be... Let's have a quick look. So much information, this one. Um, some sort of den. There's padded chairs and couches lining the walls of this cozy carpeted den. The room reeks of pipe smoke. Uh, and mounted on the eastern wall is the head of this angry-looking uh, brown bear. Um, and as Mark comes along, there's obviously a nice brown bear like coat on the floor as well. Um, mm. As Mark comes in and sort of just makes himself comfortable in one of the chairs, um, he says... I don't really have a good feeling about this, Baron. What are we? What are we trying to do? Um, well, I think it'll be normal for a burgomaster to show up in a town and then introduce themselves to the other burgomaster, right? Let's tell him that it's sad news that your father has died, and then if anyone's going to talk to a burgomaster, it must be another burgomaster. Come on. Yes, but it's nine o'clock at night, Baron. Yeah, well, it uh, seems like a night town. Right. We've just arrived. Oh, well, he's hoping he hasn't oh, heard of you a lot yet. Oh. Well, we haven't done anything really to make ourselves known, thankfully. That's fair. That's fair. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, and you can hear uh, walking down uh, the corridor. It's, I just got to bring... This is going to be great. So. <laughs> ah, the city that never sleeps. Nine o'clock at night, a perfect time. <laughs> uh, it is the night before a festival, and they've been receiving a lot of these. When isn't it? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> and um, Palaki. Palaki party town, come on. Um, New Orleans. The door uh, already open. You see a rather heavy set man. Uh, balded, balding head, uh, walk into the room, and on either side of him, he's just got these enormous mastiffs. Um, oh, puppies! <laughs> these, uh, and 
he's he looks despite it being quite late at night he's still he, he still seems well prepared for anything he's got a rapier at his side um and he's got a uh, really ornate breastplate um uh, that he's adorning as well um uh and he, he stands quite proudly in this room and, and eyes all of you up he says all right what do i uh what's what, what can i do for you lads oh, greetings hello um we are uh well we bring sad news uh this is the new burgomaster from barovia as the old burgomaster his father has recently passed away and he, we're he traveling turns to to look at um ismark and ismark quickly sort of gets to his feet sorry to hear that young lad your dad was a good man uh yes yes it's uh, very sad from for his his passing and uh, is is uh, i'm very humble to be in your presence uh uh Vargas. Um. <laughs> well, was he about to say something? I don't want to interrupt him. We, we were quite looking forward to, to that feel like you have to. Yeah, um, <laughs> he, he, yeah I'll, I'll say he's, he, here's what Ismark says about being humbled. He says, good, you know your place. Oh, he's a um, Just like your dad. I think we'll get along. Well, it's nice to have uh, burgomastery relations like this, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> but we're, we're passing through. Um, and I thought it would be remiss of us if we didn't introduce ourselves uh, um, on the way through your beautiful city. He just sort of walks over to this chair in the corner and, and pl- plonks himself down and makes himself comfortable. One of his dogs on each side. And he just gives one of them a sort of a rub of the head. He's like, pretty strange time to come and let yourself be known, I've got to say. Well, these are strange times. <laughs> you know, <laughs> these are dark times. But uh, I'm glad to see that your uh, town is so festive. That it is. That it is. You know, I try and make sure that this place is nice and happy. Okay, that'll keep the devil out. Yeah, we're very impressed. And we're thinking of maybe doing a similar thing in Barovia, following your example. Yeah, well, Barovia could use a little pick-me-up, isn't that right, Ismark? I think your dad might have been around a little longer if he had thrown a few festivals of his own. And eaten a few less burgers. (laughs) (laughs) That's what got him. <laughs> uh, and his mark doesn't really have m- much to say that um, to that. He says, yes, well, after what I've seen here in Valaki, I'm sure we'll be taking a few lessons um, for back in Barovia. And, uh, we're, yeah, we're passing through, and it's late at night. Um, we're just wondering if we could impose on you and perhaps stay the night in your burgomaster residence. You've got to be having a laugh. There is an inn just up north of the road, yeah? 
There's plenty of space up there. No. I was told that you were maybe a bit more um, kind to other burgomasters, but I, I guess not. We just don't have we're room hoping. with everything happening with this festival tomorrow night, with all the preparations. No, not tonight. It is quite a small house. <laughs> what, are you, what are you implying by saying this house is small? It's the largest house in Well, you just said you don't have any room. You are testing my patience, young man. Well, uh, seems we're not welcome. Uh, maybe we should leave. What do you think? I want to know what Loris is doing. Yeah, what's Loris up to? Loris is just sitting there in the corner, staring at the dogs. Just not blinking, not moving, just staring at the dogs. Um, he's willing them to come come talk to him. <laughs> so, does, does, so Loris doesn't have any... I'm trying to ignore the, the annoying Burgermeister. <laughs> I'm trying not to get riled up. That I like. He that said like. so many things that I want to want to beat him up for him, so I'm just purposely trying not to get riled up by him. So I just want to, I want him to sort of eventually notice that there's like this big dude sitting in his corner, motionless, staring at his dogs. Um, yeah, that's good. That's good. I think Vargas sort of like looks <clears throat> at the three of you, notices the sort of discomfort in the room. He says, "So you'll be uh, attending the festival tomorrow." Yeah, of course. Wouldn't miss it. That's what I want to hear. That's exactly what I want to hear. It's going to be a good one. Yeah, if we're not too tired, I mean, are you sure you don't have maybe a couch that we, we could maybe sleep on these couches? Do you think this is some kind of hostel where all my friends gather every night for a little, little bit of tea and patty cake? No. <laughs> <laughs> this is a man this is my mansion. I own this town. I'm not I wouldn't get very far in life if I just let any strangers in for a little bit of sleepy time when there's a perfectly good inn just down the road. Mm. Fucking love this guy, preach. I, I like I'm like, hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well you can rely on if you ever come to Barovia, you'll have a place to stay with the Burgermaster because we Look after our guests. Trust me, I wouldn't step foot in Barovia if you paid me to. How many attacks has that town had thanks to that devil himself, yeah? We've had basically none ever since these festivals. Basically none? <laughs> Did you not hear me? Yeah, basically none. But have you had any? We're looking on tips to avoid being attacked. We've had one or two, and then we picked up the uh, the amount of festivals that we've been having, and that <laughs> got rid Adam, of it. Adam's cracking up, and it's cracking me up. <laughs> Loris is yawn. I think that's a good, well-timed yawn. You can put that in, in his character if you need, if you really <laughs> want Loris to go... <gasps> So I see that the festivals are helping, but do you have any theory on why they keep the devil himself away? Now you're talking my language, man. Right, so what I believe, what I believe, 
I don't know where man came from. Um, <laughs> what I believe. <laughs> so, <laughs> okay, I can do this. Deep breath. Come on, you can do it. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> They're joking the language, man. <laughs> right. I feel like man. this governor somehow. Yeah, it would. Hey, we could say man. I ever thought it was fine. Yeah, okay. He was cracking up. Talking to him in a Grateful Dead gig or something. They're <laughs> joking the language. I, <laughs> didn't man. I thought it sounded fine. Okay, okay. Yeah. We, can, we can do this. i got to remember. <laughs> so what did you just ask him? Sorry. <laughs> oh, what, what is it about the festivals that is, uh, that, that, what's his theory about why they work? I feel that as long as everybody in town is nice and happy, and we're always celebrating something, then what strud, what can he even do to us? And it seems to be working pretty well. Us. He doesn't even come in anymore with these festivals every week, celebrating all that happiness. It just keeps him out. So you think he's just a, a downer? He doesn't like people when they're happy? or? Look, I don't know the science of it. All I'm saying is once we got really got into gear with all of our festivals, it's been great. And what's the regimen? How many festivals do you have per we, month? Well, we started off with one or two a year and we still got a handful of attacks and we brought it up to one or two every few months and then one every month. And we're getting about one every you know couple of weeks now. Yeah, yeah. Do you have repeats? We try and keep a schedule each year. So you mm. have come for the best one yet. The uh, Festival of the Blazing Sun It's going to be amazing. That's the best one? It's my favourite, yeah. All right. Okay. Well, good timing, I guess. Uh, hey, do you have a bathroom? My friend... <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> Are we going to just do this in every person's house? Um, <laughs> my uh, friend is Mark. Uh, bathroom somewhere. Mark, you sort of meet Morley back into the little <clears throat> sort of garden area that he's hiding in, and you do notice as you went running um, sort of down the side of the facade of the house and across a path, the one window that I hadn't described yet was just into the kitchen. Uh, and there is someone in there at the moment that seems to be preparing food. And you notice them as uh, you run back over to Morley in squirrel format. Mm. Well, I'm going to give a big exaggerated squirrel sh shrug because I didn't see anything relevant to what we're looking for. I could only assume that squirrel shrug was nothing of interest up there. Okay. Uh... Uh, uh, this is going to be hard for me to communicate with you now, American. Um, shake your shake your tail crazily if you saw something of interest. I'm going to just glare hmm. and not shake my tail. Okay, sounds like we need more information. Is there any? Um, is this house as decrepit and um, poorly maintained as the other house, Dean? Um, no, this one seems to be holding up a bit more. Like I said, there's been a bit of plaster that's sort of fallen away from age and neglect, but in general, it looks like this is probably the nicest house uh, in Velaki that you've seen. Is there uh, 
You know how in New Zealand sometimes we build our houses so they've got like an underfloor bit that you can see though through those little grates and stuff or is there any kind of under the house kind of entrance that we can see pretty easily that say a squirrel could get under the house? Like you you sort of there is like a little um yeah there's like a maybe 10 centimeters to 20 centimeter that's like the height of the stairs up towards the doorway um and uh, it looks to be maybe a little bit of crawl space under there, but it's not like you see nothing under there. There doesn't seem to be any light coming through um, into that area. It looks like there's not really much to do under there. Mm. Nothing to see. What do you think, Squirrelkin? Should you go for a run under the house or or <laughs> no? Stay right here if you don't think under the house is a go. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm going to like run up Morley's leg and perch on his shoulder. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, I was... It's nothing to do with you, nothing personal. I just wasn't expecting it. I need to hit him with my tail just a little bit in the face. Ow. (laughs) Ah, Very fluffy. Um, Okay. Uh, Tap me in the face if you think I should try and break into the house. I'm going to tap him in the face. All right, I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna sneak up to this door in front of me, and I'm gonna listen for any human sounds or or sounds of any sort directly behind this door. Yeah, there's you can hear some footsteps, sort of like uh, obviously in the room there, um, and then you hear a door opening uh, and and closing, um, and then there's no more footsteps that you can really hear in that right right behind the door. I'm going to try and pick the lock as quietly as I can. Okay. So the door is unlocked, but I'm not going to I'm not going to open the door just yet. Okay, you give me a both a stealth check and uh a sl- just I think you should be able to click your uh thieves tools. tools. Uh, I'll give you the stealth well. first. 25 all up. <laughs> so whatever and you do, you're doing incredibly quietly. No, he also got plus 10 on that, so he actually got 35. He did get 35. That's pretty good. Why did I get... Uh, because you still... Pass with that trace. Yeah. Oh, right. It adds okay. 10 onto it. Uh, I don't know how to use the thieves' tools, sorry. You should just be able to click on them. And um, I've tried that, and it's not happening for me. Oh, maybe you don't. It's just a dex plus whatever your proficiency is, I think. Hmm. Uh, yeah. Okay. <clears throat> uh, well, I got a sixteen decks. Okay, okay, perfect. We'll add um, your uh, proficiency on top of that as well, so it'll be another two added on, I guess. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So a total of eighteen. Yeah, you um, spend like ten seconds just down getting your thieves tools out because of this pass without trace. You're not making any sound. Not even you can hear the sounds that you're making at this. this. But you can feel it and it just, everything clicks into place. Silently clicks into place. Great. Um, okay. Mara, can, can you give me a perception roll? Yes. I tried to look and see if there was a squirrel stat block, but it's probably a bit niche. <laughs> what do squirrels get? Oh, I rolled badly. I rolled a four plus six for ten. 
Cool. That's enough for you to have seen through the window that, like, um, the chef that was preparing food had sort of opened up a room um, what looked like a pantry uh, and has stepped into it and closed the door behind them. All right. Squirrelkin. I'm gonna... I'm gonna try and twist this door handle very slowly and very quietly and just inch the door open millimeter by millimeter. Mixing your measurements, do you? (laughs) 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 Quarter inch by quarter, eighth of an inch at a time. One sixty (laughs) fourth at a time. I think I'll adjust the other way. I'm going I'm going to open the door centimeter by centimeter. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. So at first you just like just uh, so you're just turning the handle really quietly, and you just yeah. push the door open. Uh, you do that thing just, where you're kind of pulling the door a little just to um, ensure that it's not. So like pulling it in closer, then putting just enough pressure on it the other way so that it's a really controlled open, and you just silently push that through maybe about a centimeter and you look into the room and you're seeing just this uh, barely lit kitchen. It's not overly bright in this kitchen area, but no one seems to be in sort of the left-hand side of this uh, room. Cool. Square again. Get it. Make yourself hidden. <laughs> okay. I'm going to run into the room. Is there... Um... hide myself under the benches or something. If, if I can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can just sort of like just have a kitchen island. You just dart if you if you the door should be open now, so you should be able to just dart into the room. uh, And there is like a little bench in the middle of the room that you can just dart underneath. Okay. Wait, wait. I've got a plan. Is there is there anything in this room that um, indicates that they're cooking cooking food in this room at all, like a heat source? Uh, let's just have a quick look here. Burn it down. Burn it all down. <laughs> um, it's the signal. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know me so well. <laughs> um, there is like a uh, sort of a fire with a chimney, um, sort of right, almost right next to you there. There's some wood next to you and then a chimney next to you. Um, and on the right-hand side of this room, you, you can see stairs heading up as well up to the second floor. All right. Oh. All right. American, I, I, here's my plan. I'm what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna firebolt the fire, <gasps> so I'll create a kitchen fire. Then everyone will come running, and then we can go and uh, find the others. What do you think? Um, what do I think? It sounds poor even now that I've heard it. I'll be honest. I'm just. <laughs> what was the what was the purpose of splitting out? To reconvene. <laughs> <laughs> to reconvene at a later date. To be stealthy so that they are the ones creating the diversion. Or set um, fires in separate places. It's not a it's not a terrible idea, but I just want to ask like what do I know? Um is firebolt something that could like pass as like normal fire, or would it be super obvious that it was like a magical spell? This is uh, we're going to get into that conversation we had of like magical fire. Does it spread yeah. magical fire or does it burn things and create normal fire? Um, it would it would be a magical flame, but only those that uh, probably know magic would be able to discern that. Mm. I think I'm just going to um, squirrel gesture towards the stairs, 
and I think I'm going to start running up the stairs and um, wait at the top. Oh, yeah, because you know what's up the stairs, don't you? I know it's the bedroom, so I feel like it's like a lead. If, right. if it's late at night, people are probably in their bedrooms. All right, so both of you are now within the, uh, the house of the Burgermaster. Um, yeah, so you oh, let's just run you into there. Uh, American, you just head for the stairs. Um, and uh, Morley, you can hear footsteps coming from the, the sort of door to the north as well. And you start seeing that door handle turning. Um, I'm, I'm getting up them fucking stairs, boy, quick as you like. Yeah, cool. And you're, you're still within the uh, pass without trace. Oh, sorry. Let me just put you up there. Um, and you're now seeing something that uh, Squirrelican, Squirrelmerican. Squirrelican? Squirrelican. That was a good rapper Squirrelican. Uh, Squirrelican. Ooh. <laughs> um, <laughs> So, yeah, you're seeing just um, the stairs leading through to this, this gallery that stretches almost that full length of this mansion. And you're seeing these these beautiful landscape paintings uh, and these two um, sort of hallways that are leading north as well now. Uh, and everything is very quiet on this floor. Especially can you I guys. Just, can I just ask, are the windows barred or... Let's say there was some sort of shit that went down and someone took a running jump at the window. Would you be able to jump out? You could jump out these windows, yes. They're not, they're not barred. Two broken legs coming up. They are. They, <laughs> all do, they do all have drapes in front of them. Uh, and it's like, so American has been able to sort of see in between a few of the gaps in the drapes. But they've all got these really beautifully crafted drapes in front of them. Okay. okay. Let's start sneaking around, American. Yeah. I reckon we, if we just do what you did last time, well, this is me as a player, obviously. If you, I liked what you did with opening the door and then I can peek in without like a full, full-grown human looking in the door and let you know if it's relevant. Okay. What are the paintings of that we're... I'm a bit weary of paintings since the, the death. <laughs> that's, um, that's fair. That's fair. Oh, these ones are just all landscape paintings. Uh, and they don't, and they're almost uh, paintings of what Velaki could be instead of what it is. It's not so inspirational. There's, there's a bit this more saturation. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a bit more saturation to the <laughs> colours. Uh, there's there's like nice skies, um, but the blues aren't really right. It's like they haven't really seen what a nice blue sky looks oh. like. It's just their interpretation of what like a blue sky might look like. <laughs> What do you think, American? Should we do the Italian nun and try and fix up these paintings for them? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> All right. I guess we start sneaking down. Um, it looks like there's a corridor off to our left. What do you think, American? Should we go left? I'm going to let the, the, the mirror squirrel guide the yeah, way. There's kind of two corridors from this gallery, one closer to the stairs, one sort of mid way uh, into this gallery um, and the first one's got maybe three doors down it the second one has four doors three doors down <laughs> I, I was waiting <laughs> I was waiting for Shannon to make that one actually for some reason <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what a song um. <laughs> wow great reference everyone what do we see 
I don't even know what three doors down is. It's a band. It's a band from the late nineties. Not my scene. If I go crazy. Ooh, you still call me Superman. Superman? Come on, you don't know that one? Uh, uh, no, no. <laughs> I draw the line when someone sings about Superman, actually. So, anyway, uh, so what are you guys doing? <laughs> Kryptonite! <laughs> um. Yeah. Sorry, what are we doing? <laughs> Fucking around, can't you tell? <laughs> um. So, what's the plan? Are you guys going door to door, checking out like what's in each room? We so. open the door crack and peek in, and if it's not got Irina, we're not interested, yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're trying to find Irina. Okay, cool. Well, the first door that you come across, you, you listen for, listen, put your ear up against it. There's no sounds behind it. It's not locked. You open the door, and there's just like a little dark bathroom. Hmm. Okay, next. Hey, uh, time to take a shit in the sink, I think. <laughs> <laughs> American, um, you you sort of actually can you even open doors as a squirrel? Probably not. You're probably going to need uh, Morley by your side. Um, Morley, you open up the next door as well. Again, nothing really, no sounds coming from within it. But the room smells of powder and fine perfume. There's a vanity with a mirror standing against one wall next to a faceless wooden mannequin wearing a white bridal gown. Mounted on another wall is a full-length mirror with a gold frame, like a beautifully gilded frame. A door in one corner leads uh, to what must be some sort of wardrobe. Um, that dummy's kind of creepy, right? Is it? Does it smell like Irina? Is it her scent? What's that? Give me an investigation. No, a, is it an investigation? No, yeah. Weird. Give it a it's big not, smell and give me an investigation room. Well, that would be that would be perception because it's not an intelligence based thing to yeah, smell. Yeah, yeah. Um, we'll use this roll of fourteen anyway. Um, with with the roll of fourteen plus whatever modifier, as long as it's the positives, um, you'll get. It's not the it's not Irina's perfume or, or her scent that you smell in this room. Um, there doesn't the 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 gown is actually quite musty and old. Oh, <laughs> like it hasn't been worn for okay, quite so some a, time. A musty haunted wedding gown. So that's obviously got a lovely uplifting backstory. I think there's a bit of a must mustiness about this <coughs> wedding gown, American. I'm just gonna nod. Oh God, I hope that's not the wedding gown that Strad's gonna dress Irina up. You know what? Uh, Molly's gonna pull out a knife. And just cut down the back of the dress. <gasps> what? What are you doing? I'm squeaking my like I'm gonna ruin, getting I'm gonna distracted ruin. and ruining a work of art. It's gone evil. I didn't realize I was surrounded by the staff of brides on fucking <laughs> Madison Square. Yeah, for dress. What is this? Bridezilla. Look, look. Here's the rationale. I think there's a chance this could be the wedding dress that um, Stroud is going to use on Irina, right? He's coming to make her his bride. I, I'm just... In this house of all... Okay. Yeah, that's a real... Because Stroud's in cahoots with the... Oh, no, hang on. The burglars <laughs> hate Stroud. <laughs> yeah. But none of by all means Close. go ahead and draw and, and destroy probably his grandmother's wedding dress. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. like, oh no, that's the I other house. Like, the squirrel is freaking out. <laughs> Cassandra. Um, <laughs> While I singing was... a song by Three Doors Down. <laughs> All right. 
As I take the knife, I look down and see the squirrel freaking out. No, no good. I'm gonna be like, like with my claws on his neck a little bit, not to like harm, but to be like, what the f are you doing? I'm gonna like slap his. The wedding day, that's all. Okay, all right. I'll put the knife away. I put the knife away. Sound like? I bet they sound cute. Is there any, um, can I write anything in here? Can you write anything? Like, oh. a, is there like a, some paper and a, and a pen? A yeah, bit. there's like a, there's like the next to the um, mannequin with the, um, with the, with the gown, there's a small writing desk with a little small chair okay. in front of it. Do you remember how in the, in Lady, Lady v- Vashter's house, I stole the, little thing to make their seal inscription yes, no. oh did. yes yes I do I do it was in the library mm. yeah so I, I've got like the ability to essentially forge letters from Lady Vashta now right oh god right. he's gonna cause some shit okay. <laughs> I'm so just wondering if there's anything I can have on my person that looks like it's from Lady Vashta that's going to cause us some advantage. So all I'm going to do is pocket a piece of blank paper. Doesn't have a letterhead, right? From the desk of <laughs> yeah. the there's burger a, there's plaster. A, there's a blank piece of paper there. Uh, and I'm going to pocket a fountain pen or a nib pen or whatever. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Add those to your inventory <laughs> for sure. Cool. Um, and then I'm going to look down at American. Anything else there should be? Carry on. I'm just going to gesture with a squirrel paw out the door. Okay. Follow American out the door. Just being very quiet with everything I do. All right, cool. There's one more doorway just to the, at the end of this corridor as well. And again, uh, you place your hand up against the door and your ear up against that, and there's no, no movement. You open up the door and you come into this, uh, what looks to be a master bedroom. Um, the sheets have all lost their color and splendor, but in the middle of the room, there's just a small rope, uh, a little pull rope hanging from a wooden trap door in the ceiling. Um, sort of just within that sort of entryway. Yeah. That's the one I saw from outside. So I'm just going to, I'm going to pull on his collar and point back out where we came. Cause I want us to keep looking. No, you, not, no, so you don't want to go up the rope. You want to go out the door. <laughs> Okay. All right, <laughs> all right, all right. We've completed it. All right, like, we've done. The, we've done the. I'm, I'm not. I'm not here to like rifle through papers for hours trying to find dirt on him. I'm like, let's get over <laughs> Yeah, but let's go back uh, to the Baron, is Mark and Loris. Um, Loris, you've sort of just spent some time listening to uh, the Baron. Uh, so the Burgomasters explain the splendor of this upcoming. Um, festival he sort of explained how uh they're collecting all these twigs to create this big um thing that they can burn to put it into this giant ball a big blazing sun that they can light and enjoy and uh and he he sort of ends explaining it by saying and by the time it's all done all will be well that's what i always say all will be well all will be well And that was, he's almost directing this at you now, Lars. Like, he's trying to include you into this. <laughs> Sounds like a big hole in the ground, to be fair. Three wells. 
I knew Adam wouldn't do it. <clears throat> you're funnier than you. You're funnier than you look, big man. Thank you. It's. Uh... Loris really wants to ask him about why people are so sad, but he's got. He's just stumbling on how to get it out. He's like, I want to want to really have a go at this guy about why people aren't as happy as he wants to see. I'm just struggling to think of what to say. I think and gen just... actually, generally, just like. Ugh. Loris doesn't want to upset this guy, but he really wants to, wants to tackle it. You look like you've got something to say, big man. What, you, what have you got? Well, the people just don't seem to be so happy when, like, you're having all these festivals. It just, I don't understand why hold people... Hold up, aren't. hold up, hold up. You're telling me all them smiling faces out there and you think someone's not happy out there? I'm not pointing fingers, but... There's at least three people with donkey's heads on them in in the shackles that didn't look too pleased to be there. Right, and that's... And given, yeah, so what we do in this place is if anyone's not happy, they get brought to me. I judge them and I sentence them, all right? And they right. get put in stocks as an example to anyone else. You're not happy, you get put in the stocks... So it's happiness by fear. As long as you've got happiness, what does it matter how, how it comes about? I'm not sure that's how it works. I mean, I could be completely wrong, but I'm not sure that's how happiness works. Let me ask you a question then, big man. Would you say there are more people happy or more people in the stocks? Well, I only counted three people in the stocks, but I'm pretty sure I saw some. Uh, there's a whole lot of unhappy people around town. He's um, he's actually taken aback by this. What do you mean? Well, I mean, in the time that we've been here, I've seen a number of people that were very secretly, or appeared to be, not so happy. Which to me mean, would suggest that your festivals, whilst they may be keeping Stroud away, if that's what you think is happening, the people aren't terribly pleased about it. He's getting a little um, uncomfortable. He's kind of like trying to get comfortable in his seat here. Um, do you need a cushion? Loris oh, laugh it hand up. Hand. Laugh it up. I'm just trying to digest what you're telling me. Um he says I might have to double the guards get them out there maybe do some uh, asking some questions I can't have this festival tomorrow I can't have this not be filled with happy smiling faces well I'm, I'm sure the townsfolk will be smiling and happy and while you're around but I'm, what I'm suggesting is that when your back is turned, their, their, their true feelings are probably more obvious to the rest of us. And that, you know, the oppression that you're, that they feel from your, from your reign is, is not, not really so, so pleasant. Interesting. And what would you suggest? I'm not, not here to, pass judgment or, or offer solutions. I'm just making a statement of observation. This is just what I'm seeing. 
you know, my, yeah. my solution is my axe and I, I don't really know how that works right now but you know like if strides the problem then why are you telling me that stocks aren't good enough that i need to start bringing the axe out well, no, I think you're, you're, I like punishing, you your, think. you're punishing your people when this is going problem. very well. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> you're punishing your people when that, that's not, they're not the problem. They're not the problem. Who is the problem then? <laughs> well, your mate has, got, has clammed up all of a sudden there. What have you got to say about this, Mr. Hat? He looks to you. Mr. Hat. Are you asking? Yeah, do, you have a, do you have a cigarette? <laughs> you want a bed in Bath and Beyond as well, don't you? You want somebody to. <laughs> <laughs> well, that would be nice. Beyond. <laughs> some, some decor. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't have a fucking cigarette. Why is it with you coming what? into my house asking for things? Telling me don't worry. that I don't know how to run place. Run place? Well, don't worry. <laughs> I found one. I got a cigarette. Well, so I'm going to light my cigarette. I think, well, have you tried tickling? It might um, cheer people up. Right, so that's where we've gotten to, is it? <laughs> Best minds on the case. <laughs> we we managed to talk our way in and suggested he tickle everyone until the stride goes away. <laughs> so, or, or you know, drugs. I'm just going to ask you one time why why are you still here? What did you want even to talk to me about? Well, we were just introducing ourselves as we're passing through. We're on a, uh, the grand tour. But it seems like we're not that welcome. So we may have to leave. Um, we do have some very heavy objects in our wagon. I know that you've uh, scoffed at helping uh, other burgomasters, but you wouldn't happen to have anyone that's particularly strong, would you? What about that boy right there? He points over to Loris. <laughs> well, we've got one. We need two. There's a big, heavy object. Yeah. And I'm kind of lazy, so, you know, if I don't have yeah. to do it, I won't. Have you seen... Just asking for heaps of favours, eh? you? How about I give you a couple of guards and you can fuck off? Oh, charming. I mean... It's better than nothing. Thank, uh, thank you for your kind offer. Now, am I going to see you guys smiling tomorrow, or what? Or are you going to be? Are you going to? Are you going to be leaving this lovely town of ours? We will be heading off quite shortly, but we're hoping to see the festival. And I've heard great things. Who's he, the best one? And he leans forward in his chair. If you. Fuck this one up for me. I'll come down on you like a ton of bricks. Speaking of a ton of bricks, do you have anyone really strong? <laughs> <laughs> Give me a persuasion roll. Okay. I got a plus seven on there, I think. With disadvantage, please. <laughs> you have this quite a lot, I think, Miss Well, I haven't tried oh, to. 
<laughs> oh, plus five plus persuasion. So I got a um, two plus five. Mm. Could do worse. <laughs> a three. Plus oh, five. <laughs> it didn't matter. I guess he says. Um, why don't you just grab a couple of guards you see out there? I'm sure they'll be able to help you out. All right. Well, it's been a pleasure. Hasn't it just? <laughs> <laughs> great, uh, great dogs there. Nice dogs. Okay. Well, we'll be going. Prolonging this uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, what I'm trying to do is prolong this while you yeah, guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this thing. is what you guys. Uh, what this has done is it's brought you guys heaps of time as well. So we're kind of bouncing between the two groups, but you're doing this while this conversation uh, is happening downstairs. So we're back with Morley and American upstairs. Okay. All right, American. Do you have any of that? Do you have some sort of sense where you can talk to or find? Didn't you find someone by thinking about them earlier? I'm just going to And um, squirrel shrug. Ah, okay. I must be thinking of Bill again. I actually do, but I haven't prepared it today. And also I can't cast spells when I'm an animal. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> keep going. Just keep going. All right. All right. Uh, I guess we're just going to go. Yeah. Door by door by door. Okay. So the next door we're there's taking is... Hmm? There's so many is doors. That, there's only four is more that, doors. Only four is more. that the plan, okay. American? Yeah. Check right. the door. <laughs> door on my left, down this other corridor. Uh, yeah, okay. Um, yeah, sure. So there's, there's again, there's no sounds coming from behind there and you open it up um, and you can see, and this is there's like... There's nothing lit in this room. Um, there's just floor-to-ceiling shelves lining every wall of this windowless room. And the number of books contained here is nothing short of astounding. There's a brass oil lamp sitting atop a large desk in the center of the room, unlit, and the chair behind the desk is comfortably padded and has the symbol of a roaring bear stitched into its back cushion. Mm, this must be the Burgomaster's office. Is there anything written on that piece of paper on the desk? Like like a to-do list, hide Irina in attic tick? <laughs> no. No, there's um there's just uh, some small uh it's like a small notebook um that he's been and it looks like there's just been like a checklist of things that needed to be done in preparation for this festival. I'm just going to quickly and this is petty. I'm going to maybe take like 5 pages from where he is now, open them up and just write twat and then close it again. So when he gets five pages in, he's okay. just going to see twat written. <laughs> yeah, that's, wow. that's a solid prank, actually. That's good. Right. <laughs> Value add. <laughs> yeah. like, have I been a bit of a twat lately? I'm turning over any... Um, right. The door uh, opposite this room, um, mm -hmm. you press your ear up against and... This is the first time you have heard something coming from um, the other side of any of the doors so far. Um, and you just hear a, a man's voice, uh, and it just seems to be repeating something. There's kind of like a bit of a gap in between. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Can you give oh, yeah. me... <laughs> oh, no. He's not saying that. Um, can you give me... 
Can you give me an investigation roll? Was that a good? Is that an investigation that makes sense for trying to like really listen out to see if yep. you can understand? Yeah, it's investigation, right? Because things you're like doing on purpose. If you're investigating, that like listening to a door, that's investigation. Yeah, yeah. Oh, really? Perception is just like whether you're noticing. When you're something. not looking for stuff, it's just. Oh, okay. I thought it related to the senses, whereas investigation was using your book smarts. Twenty-two. Um, Cthulhu. Yeah, yeah, with 22, uh, you pick up on what is being said. And it's like it's not repeating in like a chant or anything like that. It's just like almost uh, just this one sentence and then there's maybe a five to ten second gap and there's just again the same sentence. And it's you make out the words, I knew you were real. I knew you were real. Coming from the others. I'm going to be talking to Squirrelkin. <laughs> there's someone, there's someone in there and he's chanting. He's in there. So shh, Can you quiet. also give me a perception roll as well? Who, perception. Uh, oh. Morley. Okay. Uh, four. Cool. That's, that's, that's all you're really picking up on. There is, um, there is a little bit of light, just a real faint light uh, from underneath the door. It's only like a small gap. There's enough to see just some flickering of lights. I mean, I would also be listening. Can I do anything like hear anything? Um, you can give me an investigation roll as well if you like. Okay. I'm not good at that. <laughs> two plus zero. Um, it's yeah, mine. Yeah, you're not really picking. You can hear a male's voice, and that's all yeah. you're really picking up on. Okay. All right, American. I think we need to draw him out of the room. We need to draw him out of the room. Um, so I want to motion away from because we're sort of outside the door. I want to motion away, like down the hallway, and scamper down, um, down from his shoulder onto the ground and turn back into a, an elf. Okay, perfect. I want to be able to talk without being in squirrel mode. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you do that. Yeah. That would be ideal. Um, and Morley, you see the squirrel sort of run down your uh, body, down your leg, and almost the moment that uh, the squirrel hits the ground, uh, it, it changes shape back into Mirican, who stands up next to you. Hmm. It always looks amazing when you do that. <laughs> I need an animorph cover, right? <laughs> I can Photoshop an animorph cover of myself. Um, <laughs> um, yes, thank you. It does look amazing. But that must be the room. He's saying, he's saying, I knew you were real. I knew you were real over and over again. Weren't you saying about the dolls or something? I told you he was crazy. Apparently, he's been seeing her in his dreams. And he's finally found her, I suppose. Well, at least we know she's she's not... Well, we don't know that she's not injured or something, but he's sure. You think she's in there? She must be. She must be. Okay, what are we going to do to get her out? I think we need to create a disturbance. If I can get close to her and touch her, I can teleport her away to safety, perhaps. I wonder if the... Oh, I couldn't see a... I couldn't see a window. I couldn't see through this window when I was investigating outside. I don't know if there's a window out, outside. <gasps> American, why don't 
Why don't I throw, not throw, why don't I shoot a crossbow through the window, the nearest window here? Then we immediately hide in the, in the Burgomaster's office with the door closed, wait for the footsteps, and then dart across into the room. <clears throat> good, could be good. If he, if he takes the bait, I imagine he would. Oh, he'll take the fucking bait. <laughs> and how do we protect Irina? Didn't you just say you'll be able to run in, grab Irina, and teleport out if she's in there? I can teleport her out, but not with me. And I don't think there's a window to that room. So I can't teleport her outside to safety, which was what I was hoping I could do. Oh. Wait. What can you do then? (laughs) (laughs) You can touch her. And transport them away in the blink of an eye. But to where? To anywhere I see. Well, within within reason, within range. And can you go with her? No. Okay, so you transport her into the bushes we were hiding outside before, and then it's us, and then we make as much noise as possible, draw, draw our friends upstairs, and we fight for our fucking lives. Maybe. Do you think we could get out of here without causing a scene? Look, it's anything's possible. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh, I'm like trying to figure out which spells would actually be helpful. (gasps) Is this the is this the right time for molden earth under the under the (laughs) (laughs) I just realized we're on the second story. (laughs) (laughs) Clarify for me. I couldn't see a window. I had to couldn't find a window into this room, so um, I correct and there's no outside windows from this room. You don't know what's inside that room, you just know you haven't seen inside this room. So there's been no no windows when I've been scouting outside the house? That yeah, not that, not that you've come across, that's correct. Okay, so that's... Morley. Mm. Mm, Morley. Yes, Can I cast sleep on someone that I can't see? So with sleep, you choose a point... And it has a radius, uh, and that uh, you roll the dice, and anyone caught up in that radius. So you just need to be able to see where you are targeting the center of that circle. Okay, I'm. I'm I know sleep will be very common to a lot of you and a lot of people watching, but I've never used it before. <laughs> That's fine. That's totally fine. <laughs> it always goes well. It's particularly um, problematic against high-level people because often their HP is so high that if you roll badly, it doesn't put them to sleep and they, you know. So what just it does, awaken to the fact. So what like, it does, oh, it, it targets the person with the lowest HP first and works its way up. Oh, so if Irina's in there, she'll fall asleep first. HP. If she's got lower HP. Well, yeah. probably she probably doesn't. Yeah, she's probably stronger no, than the she <laughs> She'll fall asleep. <laughs> and oh, that man, will this... soak up the um, the dice. And that will soak <laughs> up that, whatever HP she's got, if she's the first to go to sleep, will soak up that amount of uh, points or roll of the dice. So roll have... well and put both them to sleep. I have another spell that I got when we last leveled up that I'm, I've just been itching to use. <laughs> Phantasmal Force. Just do it. I craft an illusion that takes root in the mind of a creature that you can see within range. Ooh. Mm. What does it do? 
on a failed save, so they've got to make a, an intelligence saving throw. Um, the creature, oh, sorry, I create a phantasmal object, creature, or other visible phenomenon of my choice that is no larger than a 10-foot cube and that is perceivable only by the target for the duration. This spell has no effect on undead or constructs. I can have sound, temperature, and any stimuli. Mm. So you're literally going to try and scare the crap out of this guy. Well, it like does it. damage, doesn't it? Scare it or or distract it or send it into a madness. <laughs> it doesn't do it, any damage. No. It doesn't, it doesn't do any damage. damage. It just, I, just, it's meant to like help them. Or what, make what happens them if react. they touch it? Or can, what happens if they attack it? Uh, I'm gonna paste it into the okay, cool. Into the chat. Uh, the thing I'm this is interested is what happens. Uh, the bottom bit there, the affected target is so convincing the phantasm reality. A phantasm that it can take damage. Can, can and it can attack the target yeah. as well. Each round on your turn, the phantasm can oh. deal one d six psychic damage to the target if it's within the area or within five feet of the phantasm. Uh, the target perceives the damage as a type appropriate to the illusion. Um, what happens if the target the target rationalizes any illogical outcomes from interacting with the phantom? For example, target attempting to walk across a phantasmal bridge. Uh, once it steps onto the bridge, if the target survives the fall, it'll still believe that the bridge exists. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, does it say anything about how it can be attacked, though? If this check succeeds, the target realizes that the phantasm is an illusion and the spell ends. Oh, so it uses so maybe you action. make a check every turn. Yeah, yeah. So maybe it can't be damaged. It okay. might be hard to get out of here without making a ruckus, but if we want to go full ruckus, I do have an idea. What's your idea? Arena. Let's just okay. Do it. What was that, Loris? Let's just do it. <laughs> Who doesn't even want to hear the idea? Just, no, just do, do the idea. Just like. do the idea. <laughs> um. Okay, so I could use conjure animals to create a bunch of animals that will guard Irina. We can break a window, we can jump out to safety and keep him at bay with whatever we've got, but my animals will guard her and keep her safe. Like the crocodiles? Just like, yeah, I conjure crocodiles inside the house. (laughs) (laughs) This is turning into like a SEAL Team 6 extraction. Is that what SEAL Team 6 is like? Do you remember when they sent some of those crocodiles to get Obama? Six crocodiles to get Osama. (laughs) (laughs) They got Obama with the crocodile. (laughs) (laughs) That's why he's no longer president. He's a hologram. I don't want Maybe I should pick something cute like giant wolf spiders. That way she'll feel reassured. (laughs) I I don't think other people that aren't you find wolf spiders reassuring. They're fluffy. Oh, you just want to hug them. American, let's let's look in this other room as we can. Let's just avoid this we, scenario. Can we just not do this? You know what? I'm actually I'm not even in love with Irina anymore. I, I'm fine. Let's just go home. Let's just go. I'm over. Too hot. Too hot, but high maintenance. Yeah. Yeah. Just grumpy. All right, no, I reckon Can't we do what you do, do your distraction idea, and then we try and run in and extract Irene, right? But what if old fucking freak arm comes after us and we'll have no way of. Aren't you stealthing to the max? 
Yes. Yes. Okay. You know what? Let's like step one. Let's do an iterative approach here. We'll break the window and try and get him to come around it. Yeah. And then and we'll stay as hidden as we can. Yeah. Do we still have pass without trace going? Yes, it lasts in a whole hour. Okay. I'm just trying to figure right. what happens. I'm just trying to think of what happens if you were standing directly in front of someone. Not that I think that is going to ha- occur. Oh, they would be able to see, see you. you. Yeah. It's, it's basically you're hiding in the shadows and you're doing it really, really well. Yeah. So if you're face to face, they'll obviously see you. Yeah, of course. Could, okay. You could, um, they'll go into that room and you are the mannequin dressed in the wedding dress. Like Scooby Doo. <laughs> <laughs> oh. yeah, yeah. We do have a good. We do have a corridor of doors we can run through back and forth. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Benny, right. going, I'll ask the Burgermaster for a really tall sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> Let's find out who the Burgermaster really is. <laughs> he would have gotten away with it. <laughs> um, okay. Here's the plan, American. You go in the library and hide under the desk. I'll go okay. in the library, but leave the door open and aim my crossbow at the... Oh, fuck, that's going to be a hell of a shot. Do it. <clears throat> at this window here. So I'll basically have the door open. I'll stand where I'm standing, fire my crossbow through the fucking window, and then I'll immediately dart back in here and hide under the desk with you, and we'll listen for footsteps. Good. I will, right. I will allow that shot. You would have to be close to the door. Uh, the door that is the sounds are coming out of to be able to line that up and make the shot with your crossbow. Um, can I ask a question as well? Sure. Uh, so when I was scouting the outside of the house, did I look into the room that is north of the library? Was there a window in that room? I can't remember. Uh, no, there was no window into that room. My only problem <clears throat> is if we allure him towards the windows, that's our only means of escape also so maybe we should try and make the there was a the there was a there was a bedroom to the north that you did look into there's two doors to the north you looked into another there was a window in one of those rooms i'm i'm like disoriented about who's what and where but yeah. i think we should do it we should make sure we have a route of escape well so there, unfortunately yeah. with my plan I've suggested we hide in a completely walled room with only one way in and one way out. <laughs> I mean, that's good. But if we can run behind him, not like trying to escape in the same direction we've tried to direct him. But because I can't see anything and I have no memory for any kind of spatial awareness, I don't know what's in this house. There was a there was a window. I'm just pinging it now on the map. It's like north oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. So that is so the they're in the room opposite where I am now. Yes. Is that okay? So there's a room north of them that we could conceivably run mm-hmm. to, escape yeah. out the window. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's the new on plan. The, on the opposite <laughs> direction where we've lured him. So, okay. <laughs> you, we'll go into that bedroom that you saw the window. So you hide oh, in okay. there. I fire the crossbolt bow bolt from there at the windows over here. So he goes and investigates this broken window over here. And then we dart in, get Irina, take her back into the room, jump out this window here. Yeah. Yeah. 
it couldn't be better. This is going to be so executed flawlessly. I can't see what's happening, but it, it doesn't sound convoluted to me. You get him out of the room, you go and get her and get her out. Yeah. yeah it it's ex- yeah. Fucking, cl- fucking textbook extraction. It's going to be yeah. really difficult. Let's play this. Get, get Obama. Right. With your crocodiles. <laughs> get the crocodiles. Get the yeah. Cro- yeah. Are you, crocodiles. Are you ready to get the... Uh, the Crocs, American. You've gone into that room. You recognize it from outside, uh, from what you saw outside. You, the the familiar um, leaded glass uh, in the arched window, uh, in this perfectly pristine room. Okay, I'm, you could I'm teleport thinking... her out the window, and we could jump. Yeah, put her out the window. Yeah. All right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna fire the bolt. So you ready? Scared. Yes. We're going to like duck back into the room so that he only hears the glass and goes running you, in the opposite direction to us. You do need to be closer to be able to get this shot. You need to be at least... You are joking. I'm a marksman of some repute. Mm. There is... There is... <laughs> there is uh, let's have a quick look. From even the widest... Oh, you could, you'd have to I've be taken least... out so many enemies from this range. You, you, but no, also, but it's, it's more about the line of sight is what I'm trying to get at. You would need to be at least 10 foot closer to that door. So you wouldn't have to be right outside the door, but you'd have to be 10 foot closer to get that shot. That's fine. Just to line That's it up, fine. just to get the line. More le- if, if you have a, um, an inspiration point, now's probably the time to use it, I'd say. I, I do have an inspiration point. What a great call. I'll use it. This <laughs> needs to be a William Tell-esque Please. shot. Roll <laughs> to hit. All right, and just remember, the minute I kind of fire off my bolt, I'm darting back into this other room quietly. You got it? Everyone clear? <laughs> Good. I'm so nervous. Tell Mary. The wall. Here it Jesus, comes. take the wheel. <laughs> oh, dear. That's <laughs> a 16 total with six damage on the window. Cool. So the bolt leaves the crossbow. It soars across this hallway and lands center in this window and just <gasps> shatters it from downstairs uh the baron loris ismark and the uh, and the burgomaster their conversation is just stopped by a shattering of glass upstairs Getting Dicey is an independent podcast, so your support means the earth to us. Check out our Twitter, at Getting Dicey, for links to our live stream and how you can support us further. We live stream once a week, so come check out the costumes, overlays, and filters that we use to help make watching that little more exciting. Uh, We also have a link to our Discord, so you can come chat to us and each other about D&D and what's happening in the campaign. Uh, Lastly, if you're liking what we're doing, we'd appreciate that you rate and review us on iTunes. Every little bit of support helps.